When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Third hour, Clay and Buck going right now. Um, I know we all miss Clay. He's in Australia having a great time. I wonder what Australia Christmas is like. Um, probably like ours, but, you know, maybe a little a little warmer. It's there summer, I think, so it's a good time to go there. But uh, those of you who are asking, he's having a great time down there uh, with the family, really enjoying his uh, his vacation. And uh, in the meantime, um, I'll sort of talk to you guys a little bit about, well, you know, I have a, a birthday coming up, and I'll be 43 years old, for those who are wondering. Someone told me recently that I didn't look a day over 30, which I'm hoping I keep that going for a while. Um, but I, I'm going to be 43 years old, and I, I was reflecting a little bit, you know? I was reflecting on how, first of all, blessed I feel. And, uh, I do think that Christmas time is a particularly important moment. Those are, you know, those are Christians who are believers, obviously celebrating the birth of Jesus. Um, and those who are Jewish are, uh, I know celebrating Hanukkah and some other folks are just celebrating whatever, you know, a holiday that we're all going to be hopefully getting some time off from work. <laughs> but man, I am so blessed. I am so blessed. Um, as a result of many things, I've got a fantastic family. I've got a wonderful wife. I've got a, um, great team I work with on this sh- show and, uh, a phenomenal co-host and partner in Clay. And I really enjoy and feel purpose in my day-to-day life. And so much of that is because I get to speak to all of you. Um, I get to sit here and, uh, I, I hope you all know I never lose sight of the fact that this is, uh, the house that Rush built. And after being many Many years as a, a faithful Rush listener myself and looking to him, listening to him for, uh, for guidance and insight. I, I view this mission that we're on here and Clay, I know feels the same way as serving Rush's audience. You know, there's nothing, um, nothing that could be, I think, a higher professional aspiration than to do the best 
work possible every day for all of you across the country, bringing you the best insights that we can, entertainment. Um, and I always felt this way as a conservative even before I was in media. When you have like-minded people uh, who, you know, whether you're describing as a conservative or a Republican or right-wing or whatever, there's a comfort, especially for those of us who live in overwhelmingly Democrat precincts, overwhelmingly Democrat areas of the country. There's a comfort in hearing a voice that you can trust, that you can count on on these issues. And uh, I certainly aspire to be that every day here. And I know Clay does as well. Um, and also because I have my, my birthday coming up. I like this. I like to tell this, this little story. Uh, usually I would, I would tell it uh, on my birthday, uh, though some of you know this because you used to listen to me from uh, 6 to 9 p.m. or you listen to the podcast or maybe you even listen to me uh, back in the days when I was a radio host on The Blaze. And by radio, I mean streaming and podcast. Um, before I was syndicated by Premier Networks uh, from 6 to 9 p.m., which happened in 2016, I spent a few years doing a radio show, but it was really at theblaze.com. It was a stream. It was a podcast, and it was very early or on the earlier side of the world of, uh, of podcasting and to, to build a streaming audience at that point was certainly very challenging, but because of podcasting, I would have people who would listen to the show. Uh, they would listen to the show on Saturday and it was, I did a three hour show every Saturday. And I think this started in 2013 and went all the way to 2016. If memory serves, might've been 2012. Now I can't even remember, but I spent years doing that. And I'm always grateful to uh, Glenn Beck for offering me the opportunity to work in media. I, I wasn't even looking for a job in media. Uh, think about that for a second. I was a CIA officer who had a year, kind of was arranged by government entities, uh, a year at the NYPD Intelligence Division. And then I was thinking, you know, I might go to business school because I just wanted to work in the private sector. I, I felt like I had done enough uh, public sector time for me at that point. I'd been in for five, going on six years. And I uh, figured I'll go to business school. And I get this email, and it says, you know, my boss, uh, I, I, I told my boss about you. I heard about you at, at, a, at a women in technology conference. And it was uh, from the assistant of someone named Betsy Morgan, who was the president of TheBlaze.com at the time, Glenn's company. And and she said, I'd like to talk to you. So I said, all right, sure. I had already gotten into um, business school. I'd already gotten into NYU's Stern School of Business and uh, Columbia Business School in New York at the time. Noticing a pattern, I wanted to be in New York. And I was thinking that I'm going. I mean, I think that uh, I was thinking at that time I was trying to figure out if I could get any financial aid or I had no money. I mean, I had uh, I spent all of my money I actually uh, sold or I shouldn't say I mean, well, sold off. I, I, you know, evaporated my 401k. Don't do that. <laughs> now that I actually see compound interest and I have a better understanding of finance, don't do that. Um, but I I sold my 401k which it wasn't a lot of money, but at the time to me it was uh, so that I could uh, get the books and fill out the applications and apply and take the, you know, the practice testing and everything and apply to business school. And then in basically one fell swoop, I decided, well, I sat down with Glenn Beck, um, who is a, 
phenomenal talent and, and done a lot for conservative media, a lot of people in conservative media like me. Uh, sat down and Glenn just kind of did his Glenn thing where those of you who know him from TV know he sort of just looked me in the eyes, waved his hand and is like, you are going to, like you are joining the circus. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go to business school and just try to make money and live a quiet life. I'm going to the circus. And that's what happened. And people asked me how I got it. It was, it was an email. I actually at first thought it was a spam email. It wasn't an email from an assistant to a person who worked for Glenn that turned into a coffee that turned into a career change that turned into here I am sitting in, um, you know, one of two chairs that are trying to keep the uh, legacy of Rush going, uh, and fight for this country as best we can every day on 500 stations. And, you know, that it's, it's a pretty remarkable journey. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't talk about that stuff very often. I, I try, I always want to have a, uh, balance, you know, and I'm hoping a lot of you are right now driving to get your last, you know, grocery store run in before I know what Christmas is Monday, right? Am I right on that? Yeah, it's Monday. So you got a few days, but getting your last present shopping in, whatever it is. I try not to talk about my, myself excessively on the radio. I don't talk about, cause I think there's so much, um, stuff to get into and so much knowledge that we all can share and, and insight and, you know, problems to tackle, but hope to maintain stuff like that. So I don't talk about myself very often on the show. And this is why I usually do a Christmas show where I tell you some, uh, some personal things and a little bit of a reflection on all that. Obviously this past year I got married, which is quite a blessing. And I know many of you over the years who were listening to me back when I was doing that Saturday show for three hours, why isn't he married? And, um, you know, I, I'd been trying to find the right person for many years and my, uh, my sense of it was I wanted to try to get it right the first time. So I was very careful, um, the first time or rather very deliberative about it. And I'm very blessed and lucky to have a fantastic wife. And, uh, and yes, you know, we are, we are certainly hoping to be blessed with, uh, children in the near future. So that's been an amazing year for me. Um, so I've had uh, 2023 has been great in so many ways, but also when I reflect back, I think about how I would, and I'm jumping around a lot. I know, but you know, last hour of my uh, last hour of radio for me for 2023. So I'm sorry if I'm getting a little sappy. I'm sorry if I'm, uh, feeling a little nostalgic about everything, but you got to remember, this is a remarkable thing. I mean, I, I believed in, through my twenties that I was just going to be a CIA officer. And I, I had thought about transferring over to the directorate of operations. I'd even had long conversations with people who could have helped me make that kind of a switch and, uh, you know, looked at other things abroad. And, you know, it was, I thought, I thought I was going to be career CIA and then I end up in New York and I kind of want to stay in New York. I want to get an advanced degree. And next thing I know, I have a media career. Um, and I absolutely love it. And, uh, I didn't really think about it this way, but all those years of um, listening to Rush and, yes, watching Fox News back in the day and reading the various conservative publications that existed then, which I know some of you don't like anymore, but I grew up reading them and uh, and reading the great conservative authors, you know, uh, Edmund Burke and Hayek. and um, All that was training for this current job. It was training for a job I didn't know I was ever going to get. And then I always tell everyone on my, on my birthday, and I'll try to make this one um, – relatively relatively quick that uh not only did i not expect to have a media job um for those parents out there who have uh kids who are 
has special needs, um, have either a, a, a learning issue that has to be addressed, or in my case, a speech issue. I know what that's like, and I like to tell people this because I think there's a particular humility that comes from being a kid who is really, um, well, constantly feeling very different. Um, and that was my case when I couldn't pronounce my own name. I had an enunciation disorder, uh, and that had to be worked out through speech therapy over, over a few years. And so I would, I would tell people, um, I, I couldn't pronounce my own name. Uh, and that was, you can imagine being a kid, you know, first grade and the other kids look at you like, what? And I would say words strangely. It sounded normal to me, but I would say words very strangely. And there was a conversation that even happened where my uh, my mother was approached by the head of the school that I was in, or I guess it was the, the sort of the head of the lower school they called it, you know, the part of the school. It's like first through third grade. Look, like the teacher thinks maybe he's got to go to a special a special school, um, and but I think, meaning this this uh, administrator, if we just give him a little more encouragement and we get him some outside help that he'll be okay. And so I got pulled out of normal class and started to get both. Because remember, your confidence is shattered when you're a little kid um, by not being able to say your name, and then that hurts you in the classroom as well. So you know what? I'm going to continue. I'll continue this story in a second here and tell you there's, there is a happy ending. I know some of you have heard it, but, hey, it's my, it's my birthday segment. December 28th is my birthday. I'm not going to – I'm going to be off then, so – I'm giving you, uh, my, my yearly sort of birthday reminiscence and, uh, and going, going back in time a little bit. But, you know, it's going to be great watching a fantastic movie with the family this holiday season. So here's what I recommend. Take yourself and your family this Christmas day to see The Boys in the Boat. It's a new film from director George Clooney. It debuts in movie theaters on Christmas. It's a rags to riches crowd pleaser. Based on the number one New York Times bestselling book. Clay loves this book, by the way. He says the book is fantastic. He's read it, told me that. I'm going to read the book, going to go see the movie. And uh, it's funny, I actually rode crew in college. So I have a particular, I was not good, by the way. I wish I could say that I was like talented or good at crew. I was like mediocre to sub-mediocre, but I did do it. I did compete. I did make the first boat and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, this is uh, Boys in the Boat is an inspirational true story about a very difficult sport. Let me tell you, rowing, getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, freezing your butt off on the Connecticut River, having your hands get turned into hamburger meat by using the, the, uh, the, you know, the oar all the time. Anyway, this movie highlights the 1936 University of Washington college rowing team that competed for gold at the Summer Games in Berlin. The team rowed out of a need to eat and a need to sleep. It gave them an edge captures the power of working together to overcome all odds while rowing for our nation. They just don't make movies like this anymore. It's a great feel-good movie, a true story, a perfect movie to go see with your family this Christmas. Believe in each other. Believe in the impossible. The Boys in the Boat is the name of the movie. In theaters this coming Monday, Christmas Day, get tickets now. Just go to boysintheboatmovie.com, boysintheboatmovie.com. Learn and laugh. Weekdays with Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, 
diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, welcome back, everybody. I was telling you guys that I'm uh, giving you my little birthday, my birthday story, um, which I always tell because I think uh, I try to tell it a little bit each year. Sometimes you do it on a podcast. Sometimes you do it here on the show. Um, but for all the parents out there, just to, to bring you up to speed, so I'm a kid. I'm in the first grade, and I'm told my parents are told that I, I can't speak normally. I have a I have a enunciation disorder, so I'm saying words improperly and and I don't know why it's coming out differently than I, it's a little bit like a verbal dyslexia. I mean, it's coming out differently than I think it should. And, um, I mean, that's not an official term, but I'm just saying it. That's kind of what it felt like. And, uh, I had to work on it. So they took me out. They put me in special class, uh, or rather special tutoring and special speech classes. Now I'm very lucky. My parents were on it and I, and they, you know, were able to do, devote the resources to me. So I understand this is, you know, I was in a unique, uh, situation in that regard. Um, but the main thing was my parents really kept faith in me and, and kept encouraging me. And, uh, I, I managed to, by the third grade, I was kind of, I had, I mean, normalized is maybe the wrong term, but I was in the, you know, in the middle of the class. Um, by the fourth grade, I was the number one student in my class. And by the fifth grade, they were actually giving me extra reading assignments and homework because I seemed so bored doing what the other kids were doing. So things turned around. Um, they turned around for me pretty rapidly. And I ended up getting a 
$100,000 scholarship to a, a private high school in New York, Regis. You know, now, I mean, I, you know, the scholarship, these, these private schools in New York, believe it or not, the private day schools in New York City now cost 60 grand for high school. Yeah. So the scholarship now would probably be twice that, you know, $200,000. Um, but yeah, I got a full ride. Um, my parents, so I went from, I don't think this kid can stay in normal school. That's what the administrators are worried about, which by the way, I would have, you know, I would have been okay. I would have done the work outside, gone to a different school. But, you know, the point is just that I was able to overcome it. And so for any of you who have, oh, I went from that to my dad would have to, my parents would send me with a, uh, they gave, we had to pay a laboratory science fee. I remember it, Regis. it was like $20. That was the, and I had to bring a check in for our laboratory science fee. I don't know why they made us pay that, but they did. I think it was just kind of to show like, yeah, your scholarship, you're, you're giving us a $20 check. Just remember that it should be, you know, at the time it should have been like a $25,000 check and it was 20 bucks. Um, but I bring it up because for all the parents out there, if you have a, you know, kid who has problems, um, especially in the, you know, learning and, and development phase of things, just, your belief in them and your unwavering faith in them and the, and all the attention that you can give them and support, um, you'd be amazed what is possible. And I sit here now talking to you as one of two voices on, uh, either the biggest or one of the biggest radio shows in the entire country. Uh, and, and I was somebody who as a kid couldn't pronounce my own name. So you'd be amazed what is, uh, what is in fact possible. And I remind myself of that every year on Christmas because, or Christmas and my birthday, because they're very close to each other, because I think that uh, gratitude is uh, such an important, uh, such an important place to be. I mean, humility is really important. Gratitude is really important. Um, and I, I never take for granted the fact that I'm able to sit here at a microphone, obviously with Clay, who's on vacation, but we're able to talk to you um, day in and day out uh, and it's it's a very special thing. Uh, it's a very special thing, and I'm thankful for it every single day, and I'm thankful for each and every single one of you who listens to this show and gives me your time and trusts me and uh, and believes in what Clay and I are doing here every day and believes in, in what our mission is. So um, thank you for all that. And, uh, yeah, I guess happy birthday to me. Start earning high yields in a low-yield market. By investing in the Phoenix Capital Group's corporate bonds, choose your investment amount, term limit, and earn returns from 9 to 13% annual interest with Phoenix Capital's domestic energy asset bonds. These bonds have been qualified with the SEC and are also independently audited. Phoenix Capital buys energy royalties previously reserved for institutional investors, now accessible to you, the savvy investor. Phoenix Capital Group is disrupting traditional energy industry through their proprietary offerings, yielding 9 to 13% annual interest for accredited investors. Go to phxonair.com to learn more. That's phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Go to phxonair.com today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in here, team. We're in the back half of the third hour today. Last, I get a little sad. Last time I'm going to get to talk to you all in this 2023 year it's been very eventful um and then we'll be back in the new year i'll be solo as i said for a few days while clay's finishing up his uh australia sojourn with his family um michael berry who as you all know fantastic radio host the czar of talk down he's down in houston um uh, he'll be taking over next week here 
uh, on the show for a few days. So you will, you will have, um, you know, Christmas, we're going to be pulling together a best of show, uh, but next week you'll have live shows during the week and great stuff from Mike, from Michael Berry. Uh, I wanted to get some of our VIP emails. Love hearing from our VIPs. I had no idea how much I was going to be um, thinking about and talking about tarantulas. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, that was not a thing that I was expecting yesterday when I was getting ready to do prep for the show. Um, but anyway, Charles wrote in. This is listener Charles. I had an ex-girlfriend who had three tarantulas as pets, and she knew all about them. First of all, there are two main types of Old World and New World. The New World spiders are all basically from North America, and they don't really have any venom or want to hurt you. But the Old World spiders from Australia and Asia, those ones will seriously mess you up. Anyway, she would take them out all the time, the New World spiders, and let them crawl all over her body and and let them tickle her feet. Oh, my God. I don't know. Team, how much, producer Mike, how much would you have to get paid this Christmas to, uh, to have some tarantulas crawling over you? I mean, I, it would be a lot of money for me, man. I have no interest in getting my feet tickled by tarantulas. Oh, the in-laws. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm amazed at how many people wrote in yesterday. I should have known better than to think for one second. Um, that there wouldn't be a lot of arachnid experts and that there are tons of you. You know, I, I feel like we could do a whole, a whole hour on the different spiders and which ones are venomous. And to me, spiders are sort of the scariest. Although I did see, I think it was in, of course, Australia. I think it was in Australia where there was a, this was yesterday. And this is not like obviously holiday stuff at all, but there was a guy who a woman was, her husband was filming her on the beach. She was on the beach, everything's fine, beautiful, and that, and then in the background, a guy gets actually attacked and killed, and they, they initially thought it was a shark, um, and actually, I think now they think it's a saltwater crocodile. Ugh. Which is, I don't know. We t- I think Clay and I talked about this. I'd, I'd ra- I don't know. I think I'd rather go shark than saltwater croc, personally. But anyway, this is, let's think about happy things. This is I'm not trying to turn this into a Grinch Christmas. Um, VIP listener David writes in, oh yeah, he wrote, this was yesterday. The parents did try to calling, calling in on home alone. Well, yeah. Yeah, they did try calling. They didn't try very hard though. You know, one fun thing, I watched the making of home alone on Netflix. Um, the, what was it? The movies that, I think it's the movies that made us is that is the name of the series, which is a good series actually. One of the rare recent Netflix series that I have to say I, I, I enjoyed. The one on Die Hard. Did you guys see this one? Bruce and Mike, did you see the one on Die Hard? So good. It, it, it was, uh, I mean, first of all, Die Hard, the, the book, and I can't even remember what the book is called. Some of you are going to write into me, but there was a book that it was based on and they changed the name and they changed a lot around. If they hadn't made major changes, like it wouldn't have been very good. I think McLean dies at the end of the book. Like it's, you know, I think he jumps off the building instead of having Hans. Go for Alan Rickman in that role as Hans Gruber. I think that I think he's my well no, I think that's my second favorite bad guy performance of all time. I think that's my second bad favorite bad guy performance of all time. Um, number one is probably Heath Ledger in, in the Joker uh, in The Dark Knight Rises. I, I mean it's it's he's so like ridiculously good in that very dark role. 
that I think he's number one, but Hans Gruber, Hans, he's amazing. It is weird though that he's German, but has a British accent. Like, he should have been like the rest of them. Like, oh, we're here, we're, we're putting the missiles in the Nakatomi Tower so we can shoot the, the armored car as it comes out. Like, instead he's like, yes, I have three suits from Savile Row, London. I'm like, wait, you're German? That's not German. But I don't even care. His accent's wrong. I don't care. Uh, let's see. We have VIP listener Damon writes for a Christmas film, Holiday Inn from 1942 with the song White Christmas by Irving Berlin sung by Bing Crosby. You guys know this one? I, I, I did get made fun of yesterday for my Miracle on 42nd Street. <laughs> hey, Miracle on 42nd Street. Santa's drinking a, He's drinking a bottle of Old English, and, uh, you know, he's having a tough year. You know, Miracle on 42nd Street, very different sounding than Miracle on 34th Street for uh, New Yorkers. Although, I don't know, is 34th Street nicer than 42nd Street, really? Isn't the... Not now, yeah. I think Port Authority is on 34th Street now, which is... Yeah, Port Authority is not uh, the most inspiring place. Oh, Penn Station's 34th Street. That's right. Well, I think I think also Port Authority is... I mean, I should... know. Oh, Port Authority's at 42nd Street. Okay. All right. I get these things confused, even though I lived in New York my whole life. Haven't spent a lot of time in Port Authority. Have spent a lot of time at Penn Station. Um, VIP listener Donna. Uh, since the wizards are smart. Wait. Uh, why? And they're doing away with everything in our history. Why do West Point people still wear gray uniforms? Isn't that what the Confederacy wore? Um, I, I, I can't speak to the history of West Point uniforms. I have no, I, I just, you're catching me. I have no idea. Um, I don't think that gray as a color is necessarily, uh, something that people immediately associate with the Confederacy. I mean, you know, like I wear a lot of gray sweatshirts, like that's not, um, but I, I can't, I don't know. And so if there is some historical connection, someone write in and tell me, you, you caught me on a, uh, uh, on a, on a history point that I, I have no idea about, um, more, VIP listeners writing in, um, Silent Night in Algona is a powerful true story about a 1945 POW camp of German prisoners in Iowa. It was produced by the Red, White, and Blue Company and showcases what the Christmas spirit really means. The star is Curran Jacobs, a young actor who's also a champion wrestler. If you could mention it today, I think your audience would truly like the film. Well, obviously, I just mentioned it. Have any of you, team in New York, have any of you heard of Silent Night in Algona? Never heard of this before. Is this like an indie film? I don't know. I, I know nothing about this one. Um, I did see, gosh, I can't remember what it's called. I took, who did? Rachel watched it yesterday. Engineer Rachel watched Silent Night and I'll go to, does she, we need to know thumbs up or thumbs down from what she saw. Uh oh. Oh man. Rachel with the body slam of the movie. Ouch. Look, I, I cannot, I can't weigh in. I can only go with what Rachel's telling me. You know, I, so, so VIP listener Mike, I, I don't know what to say. I, I mentioned your recommendation and one of my team, one of my team comes in flying elbow off the top belt, uh, belt buckle. You know, it is, it is what it is. But, uh, Rachel calls him like she sees him. Um, listener Phyllis VIP, we will miss you next week, but hopefully you'll have a blessed Christmas and a happy birthday. I also like uh, I, I like the show. Thank you so much, Phyllis. I really, really appreciate that. I'm glad you listen, and um, I'm glad everybody listens. because It's nice to have a job. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. 
Uh, and I really enjoy it. I mean, I, I will say my, my wife, you know, Carrie, she'll, she might make fun of me a little bit. I'm always, when I've been doing radio straight, I don't know when the last time was. We, I guess it would be Thanksgiving. I had a day off. Um, but when I've been doing radio straight through for a while, the first day or two I'm off, and I probably shouldn't admit this, but I'm going to admit this. The first day or two I'm off, I'm like, oh, relaxing. Then I start to get a little twitchy. I'm like, wait, I'm not going to get to, I'm not going to get to talk to everybody for a few hours today. Really? Like it, I miss it. And, and after more than a week, I really miss it. So I'll be very excited to come back and, and dive into everything, um, with all of you in, in the new year, because I, I truly do. Once you get in this rhythm of being able to be at a microphone like this and speak to as many wonderful people across the country as we do every day. And Clay and I always say this. We really, this is, this, this is just the truth. It's going to sound a little bit like a, like a suck up thing, but it's really true. Whenever someone who listens to this show stops one of us and says, Hey, I listen to the show. It's always the nicest people. Like they're always so polite and, uh, and kind and like they're, so, they're like the people. And whenever someone's like, Oh, I listened to your show. I'm like, yeah, this is someone who I'd want to have as my neighbor, you know, living down the hall or across the street. Um, and, and I think that comes from, I don't think that's an accident. I think it comes from a sense of shared principle and shared purpose for this country and, and a shared philosophy. I think that, uh, the people who are drawn to listen to this show and, and you know, there are others like it. I have friends in conservative media who do a great job as well, but. Um, the people who believe in, in responsibility and, and, and loyalty and kindness and the law and, um, and God and duty and country. And I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a really great group of people. I really, uh, and it's funny because I remember when I used to believe it or not go on CNN, um, back in the day. And that was really just a function of, uh, you know, well, I'll talk about that maybe another time. Some corporate wrangling that had nothing to do with me um, in the conservative media world. But uh, when I used to go on CNN as a conservative, which was never fun, people would recognize me on the New York City subway, and they would there would be the moment of recognition, and then their eyes would sort of uh, like narrow a little bit, like you. Because I was always the one who was like, hmm, I don't know, like maybe we shouldn't be full communist in America, you know, and like these left-wingers who watch, you know, like you're the one who... Um, and I remember a, a guy, uh, told me on this, like staring, we're sitting across from each other in the subway. Um, and he, he, he told me that, uh, he's told me that he really doesn't like what I say on TV, but I say it very well, which I thought, you know, under the circumstances, I was like, well, you know, I'll take it, I guess. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Whenever I see any of you though, it's, People that know you from, I've been saying this for a long time, people that recognize you from TV, they're like, oh, that's a curiosity. People who are your radio audience, they're your family. They want to come over, shake your hand, give you a hug. Um, you guys know, you guys know the name of my dog. You know my wife's name. You know where I grew up. You know where I went to high school. People who are your radio listeners are your radio family. Um, Clay feels that way. I feel that way. And, uh, it really, really comes across, especially over the holidays when I'll be traveling a little bit and seeing some folks. If you see someone in North Florida, Coming up, who looks like me? Guess what? It's probably me. Um, Gene writes, one of you recommended pants, tactical or whatever, and said that it was the only ones you wear. For the life of me, I can't remember the brand, but I would like to give them a shot. Guys, do you remember what? I mean, if you're talking tactical pants, uh, I, I was always a fan of 511 Tactical. It's a great company. makes amazing gear. Do you remember? Was it Clay who said? I, I don't remember saying that I, that I, um, 
All right. If you guys, can I give, can I give a little wreck on the air right now in the clothes? Not, this is not a fashion wreck. This is a, your life will change in terms of your level of comfort. Okay. I'm just, I'm giving you, this is, if you stay with me through the third hour for you, for the guys out there, I think they make ladies pants too, but I, I, you know, can't speak to ladies fashion. The company Bonobos, you know, like the, like the smaller version of the chimpanzee Bonobos. Um, which I think is like owned by Walmart, you know, it got sold years ago, but they make a drawstring pant called the off-duty pant. They, once, you can laugh at me, and, and some of you will, once you go drawstring, they make, they look like dress pants. Once you go drawstring, you never, producer Mike, have you ever tried these? You guys have, you or Greg, either you guys have drawstring pants? Okay. I might, I might have to hook our team up with some of these just, just so they can get a sense as to how amazing, as to how amazing they are. Um, I've got my brother, my older brother, he, he, he's got like eight pairs of these now. I just told him about them a couple of months ago. He's got like eight pairs. He loves them. Uh, it's a game changer. I'm just telling, I'm just telling you it's a game changer. Once you go drawstring for your, these are like khakis, get them in black. I'm going to tell you something. I wore these in jet black to a black tie wedding and nobody knew the difference. And you say, well, what do you mean? I wore the, you know, I wore, uh, uh, the, the, you know, the tuxedo. Well, actually I wore a black suit blazer, but I wore a black suit blazer and I wore black drawstring bonobos pants. The off duty pants is what they're called. And I was, um, you know, it's a game changer. Comfortable feet, comfortable pants, moisture wicking undergarments game changers all i'm i'm changing your lives right now at the end of the show for those of you who are listening you gotta have moisture wicking i don't know you know underpants i don't know what else to say moisture wicking boxers or boxer briefs whatever it is you can't you got to do that um but uh i'm just saying you try these drawstring pants and people tell me they're like oh drawstring it's not i don't even know where my belts are anymore i don't even know where my belts are anymore i don't i don't need belts i don't want belts Belts are oppressive. Um, before we wrap up, wrap up today, our friends at Hillsdale College have asked me to wish you and yours a happy and blessed Christmas and a healthy and prosperous New Year. Since Hillsdale's founding in 1844, it's taught its students by precept and example the teachings and practices of the Christian faith. Hillsdale continues that mission to this day in its classrooms and nationwide through its educational outreach efforts. Hillsdale College determines their own curriculum independent of any government mandates. That's because they refuse every penny of taxpayer money, even indirectly, in the form of uh, federal student grants and loans. So this Christmas season, our friends at Hillsdale want to thank you for your kindness toward the college. They've prepared a special video featuring their sacred music choir singing O Little Town of Bethlehem in their beautiful Christ Chapel at the heart of campus. When you visit clayandbuck4hillsdale.com, you can see and hear the choir and view many other free resources to help you celebrate the season. It's uplifting and inspiring. That's Clay and Buck for Hillsdale.com. Sometimes all you can do is laugh, and they do a lot of it with the Sunday Hang. Join Clay and Buck as they laugh it up in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation 
And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Ah, so the commies think they can slip a little breaking news past the Buckster because he's so eager to put on his Santa hat and drink some eggnog. I don't think so. Not on my watch. NBC News here reporting the following. Supreme Court sidesteps decision on Trump presidential immunity claim in federal election interference case. Uh Oh, looks like Jack Smith. The special counsel is getting a lump of coal in his stocking, at least for now. Remember, Smith wanted to expedite the Supreme Court uh, to take a look at whether Trump has immunity. So he wanted to skip past the Court of Appeals, the normal process, have the Supreme Court jump in right away. And the Supreme Court's like, meh, I don't really think that we're going to do that. We're going to let the appeals court look at this. Now, why does this matter so much? It doesn't mean that it's... Uh, a, a win for Trump in the sense that he's immune, and if that happens, it's game over for Jack Smith in D.C. at least, and Brian's game over in uh, Florida as well. But it messes with Jack Smith's politicized timeline. So will he be able to get the cases done in time? Well, he wanted to expedite it for a reason. This is not what he wanted, so... A little early Christmas present for all the Trump supporters out there. A little bit of a win here for the Trump camp. A small win. But uh, like I said, folks, we are laser focused on this one. Yeah, we have fun. We talk presents. We talk movies. But no breaking news going to slip in in the last hour of the show and the last show of the year. I don't think so. We got you covered here. 
Thank you so much, everybody, for giving us your time. Thank you for listening to Clay and Buck. We are so excited, both of us, to be talking to you in the new year. Have a merry, merry Christmas at Shield Tide. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.